have you contemplated creating a writer's profile, but you aren't sure if that's necessary, what the benefits might be, or when would even be the right time? In this episode, you'll not only learn the answers to these questions, but also walk away with tips like what to be aware of so that your second profile doesn't get shut down, and how to set up your writer's profile so that you maximize its potential. Welcome to Parents Who Write, the podcast that helps parents pursue their writing dreams. I'm your host, Erin P.T. Canning. I'm a mom of two young boys, a writer, editor, and writing coach. My mission is to help you regularly make time for your writing, find your voice again, and confidently share your stories so that you can own your identity as a writer and be a happier, more patient parent. Welcome to another episode of Parents Who Write. Let's dive in. When I first started writing again, and created my blog, I kept questioning whether I needed to create a separate author or writer's profile. I'd seen other writers doing this, but I didn't know why and if it was worth my time. Truth be told, I love when Facebook shows me those timeline photos of my kiddos during their baby years and the occasional reminders of what life was like before I became a parent, something I tend to forget more and more as time goes by. But you may have noticed that I do, in fact, have different profiles on social media that I've dedicated to my life as a writer. And I'm so glad that I do. In fact, I do recommend that writers have separate profiles. And here are five reasons why. First, keeping personal and public information separate. I want to protect my family's privacy, particularly my kids. I mean, I do post about my kids. They're a major part of my life. But if I show their faces, those photos are usually from years prior because those are the boundaries my husband and I agreed on. Of course, you should do what feels right for you and your family, but having separate profiles allows you to have that clear separation between your professional life and your personal life. Second, networking. I never used to be one for becoming friends with everybody on the internet, but as a writer, I do. I want as many friends as possible, for the record, not spammers and creepers, but but I do want to make tons of friends because people connect with people, not businesses, not entities, not products. So as I make more friends, particularly my ideal readers, I want them to know me as a person, not just as a writer. This personal interaction is how we start building a network of raving fans. And having the built-in privacy of a separate writer's profile makes it a lot easier for me to put myself out there and send and accept as many friend requests as possible. Third, presentation. When you participate on social media and someone thinks, hey, this person seems cool, chances are they'll click on your profile to learn more about you. Again, people connect with people. However, when you click on someone's profile, often you're bombarded with snippets of information from every facet of their life. The fact that you're a writer gets lost in the shuffle. So you can set up your writer's profile so people know immediately that you're a writer. That's how you spread the word about your writing projects without spamming other groups and making admins and their members angry. I'll go into detail about how to network and participate on social media in a future episode. Fourth, pen names. This may seem obvious, but if you think you'll use a pen name, you'll want a separate writer's profile. 
Heaven forbid a parent discovers their child's third grade teacher also writes romance novels. Upset on that one. Fifth, author pages. For Facebook, you may want to make a writer or author page. I'll explain the differences between a profile versus a page and their pros and their cons in another episode, but it'll be easier for you in the long run if your writer or author page is tied to your writer's profile and not your personal profile. Now that you know why I recommend having a separate profile, let's talk about when you should create one as soon as possible. That's right. Don't wait until you've published something. You want to start fostering those relationships now. Remember everything I said about networking and people connecting with people? There's nothing more human than striving for our dreams, falling down, getting back up again, and trying again until we reach that end goal. Let your new friends cheer you on along the way. They'll be all the more thrilled to help you celebrate your successes with you. Let's go over some logistics in terms of setting up your new profile. First, Facebook doesn't particularly like people having multiple accounts because, as Facebook states, they want people to use their authentic identities. But creating a writer or author profile isn't about creating a false identity. As I said, it's primarily about protecting my family's privacy and separating my professional life from my personal life. So when you create your writer's profile, you'll need to do these three things so you don't raise any red flags. One, create a new email, preferably one that you'll associate with your writing, which you'll also use for sending submissions, growing your newsletter subscribers list, and so forth. Two, use a different phone number or just skip adding your phone number to your account. Seriously, Facebook freaks out if you have the same email and phone number associated with multiple accounts. I made the mistake of using my phone number with both my original profile and then my new writer's profile, and Facebook locked my new writer's account for three days. I panicked. I was terrified that all the work I had done to set up a writer's profile was going to be shut down, but I explained to them that I wasn't creating a fake account. I was protecting my family's privacy, and they released my account, and I haven't had an issue since. So just use a different email, use a different phone number, or just skip it all together. And honestly, you'll be fine. There are tons of people out there, writers who have separate writer and author profiles for the reasons that I've just told you about. Three, for added safety, because you don't want a spammer to hack your profile, use a third-party authentication app. Okay, when you go into Facebook and you check your security and privacy settings, you'll see the option to add a third-party authentication app. And so I definitely recommend that. Four, choose your name. Just have the word author in front or add a hyphen to your last name and add the word writer or author. That simple. Two things that I want you to be aware of when you create your new author or writer profile when you go to participate in other groups, a lot of times groups put up protections in place from scammers, bots, etc. And they put a restriction on their in their groups that members aren't allowed to comment until their account is older than three months. Not all groups do this, but if you happen to go into a group and you comment and you're trying to get yourself out there and you see it's grayed out and your comment isn't accepted, most likely it's because they've put that safety in place and you'll be fine participating once your account is older than three months. The next advice is when you create your new profile, 
Don't go send 100 plus friend requests to everybody on your old profile. That also tends to freak Facebook out because now you're mass friending people. And that could be another alert of a scammer or a bot count set up. So what I actually did was I went to my old Facebook account. Honestly, I don't really use my personal one that much anymore. And I put a post up saying, hey, guys, I created a writer's account. I hope you'll join me there. And friends then started sending me friend requests. And that was easier. And then I just staggered sending friend requests to my current friends. But it's understandable why if you're sending like 300 friend requests in a day and Facebook's like, whoa, you're brand new. How could you possibly know this many people? Again, just another thing to be aware of. So your profile setup, how can you maximize your profile with the networking that you're going to be doing? I'm going to cover five things for you. First, your cover photo you are going to want that image to clearly indicate that you are a writer. If you are already published and you've got books, you're going to see those books on that cover picture. If you're new to being a writer, you can just have something as simple as a picture in the background with your name and it says writer underneath. If you have a Facebook group that is dedicated for you as a writer, you could also put that on your cover page and have a link on it that says, join my Facebook group. In terms of links, here's a fun little tidbit. When people click on your cover photo, because again, if you put that image on there, join my Facebook group, click here, and then people click on it, it's just a picture, right? But you can edit the description of that photo when you click on the image yourself, you'll see three dots in the upper right corner and you can click on that and say edit description. And then you can say join me in my Facebook group and put the link or check out my author page on Amazon and put the link to your Amazon author page. So the link will actually be in there if they do wind up clicking on the photo. If not, it still makes them aware of the fact that you have an author page or you have a Facebook group or whatever else it is in terms of your writing that you want to promote. That's where you can use your cover picture for that. Profile picture. You want your profile picture to be of you because people connect with people. A little tip for that. It helps if your profile picture has a vibrant color behind it that helps you to pop a little bit. So a bright yellow, a bright green, a bright blue. Think happy colors, but it helps your face to pop a little bit more in that profile picture. For people with pen names, you don't want to show your face and that's okay what you could actually use instead is your author logo. So fun side note, you'd want an author logo, which basically is just your initials or your name in a circle. You can look up designs for author logos and make one super quick in Canva. That's the same thing that you would wind up having to use on your Amazon author page anyway. The next thing about your profile, remember where I said that when you click on somebody else's profile, usually you are bombarded with snippets of their life from all aspects of their life. You don't want that to be the case with your profile. As a writer, you want that when people click on your profile, they see immediately that you are a writer. So you will have your cover picture, you will have your profile picture of you or your author logo. And then don't go crazy with the other things that people tend to fill in with their profiles, with their interests. Like, I like yoga and walking and music and going to concerts and reading and painting my house. I don't know. Maybe that's somebody's hobby that they like repainting their house 20 million times. But the point is you don't want to saturate your profile with all of these other interests. You want them to see, oh, this person's a writer. That's really cool. 
And then the same thing with your description. When you click on your profile page, usually underneath your profile picture, there's a little description about you. And that's where you would say, I am an aspiring writer. I've published X number of books, or I'm working on short stories, or uh, it's always been my dream to be a writer, and now I'm finally pursuing it. And sure, add something fun, like, and I've got three cats and two kids and goldfish. I don't know. But you can add that fun little quirky tidbit in there too. But you want your description to primarily, again, just be about you as a writer first and foremost. If you look at my profile page on Facebook, you'll notice that my cover photo has my name right underneath it. I say writer, editor, coach, podcaster. I have a nice little picture that says, join my group, parents who write. If you click on my cover picture, you will see in the description a link to my Facebook group. My profile picture is of me with my quirky little smile. It doesn't have the vibrant color pop because I have my books behind me. Sometimes you can't do it all, right? And then in the, it actually says intro, not description, but right beneath my profile picture, mine says, my podcast helps parents pursue their writing dreams. And then I have a link to the podcast on my website. And then under my bio, I have podcaster at Parents Who Write. I'm a writer at Parents Who Write. (laughs) I added that I did study at Johns Hopkins and my location in Maryland, but that's it. Under my interests, I did writing, creative writing, and reading. Boom. That was it. There is no mistaking that when you go to my profile page, I'm a writer. So that's in a nutshell everything about creating your writer's profile or author's profile, whichever you want to call it. I really do want to reiterate again that you should not feel like you have to wait to create it until you have actually published something because this is part of who you want to be. Like if you want to start submitting short stories, if you want to gain an audience, it just helps that if you start building your audience this way, people are already aware of your writing. And like I said, they're going to want to cheer you on as you go. I'm going to do a whole other podcast episode about what to post on your writer or author's profile. I know that can feel very daunting. I remember going through these exact same questions myself where I was like, people connect with people, but I'm not trying to share everything about my life. But how do I then get them interested in my writing? But it's not only about my writing. I remember being very overwhelmed with these questions. So I'm going to do a dedicated episode that's going to talk to you about how to utilize your writer's profile both on your own profile feed and then also how to engage in other groups to help build your network and gain friends. Have a good night. You've been listening to Parents Who Write, a show for parents by parents. Did you enjoy this episode? Please subscribe and leave a review. Doing so is how you can help other parents who write to find this show too. 